Coley or why? Oh, Who's yellow. Why? Doing it. Oh, man. Hi. Hi, friends. Hi, become sheers. Become sheers. Woo. Welcome to Become She, where we are guaranteed to piss you off with yourself, make you think, help you grow, all 2019 and beyond. Yes, and Become She, as you know, is a movement capturing the transcendental journey of the strong woman to the free woman, granting herself permission to actualize her highest self. That, that's it. That's it. That's all. Say that episode done. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Um, the title of today's episode is She Builds Bridges. Yes. London Bridge is falling down, Dang. falling down, falling down. Listen, so what what I want you to repeat what you said before we started this episode. I kept telling you to stop. She was she was pre-recording, y'all. She was chatting before we started recording. You I told her to stop we, it. We both be chit-chatty before episodes. <laughs> Yeah, so before I start talking about what we were talking about before this this episode, I want to first say thank you again. I think I'm going to open up every episode saying thank you to the listeners mm-hmm. who show up every single episode mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. and tune in, especially in this new season we have. Thank you so much for all of the listens across all of our platforms on Spotify, yep. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Spreaker as well. Yes, Spreaker. And if you have not subscribed, please do so so that you don't always, you know, have to remember that you can get those notifications sent directly to you. But we are well over 200 listens and it's, it hasn't even been quite. And that's just SoundCloud though. Yes. We always forget about the Yeah, other the other, <laughs> but still we're well over 200. That's amazing because I remember the days we were literally counting 20. <laughs> No, we were we were excited for yeah. our twenty listens. I'm still excited for twenty. Always yeah. for even one, and it's not just like our friends. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm and saying. And our family <laughs> talking about it at the ah. dinner table, like, "Hey, girl, I heard an episode." <laughs> no, I'll be. No, I'll be. <laughs> oh, you're clowning. So, just want to say thank you for everyone, and um, we appreciate. We don't you. take it lightly. The support at all. Yeah, and don't forget. To rate us across all platforms or whatever yes. particular platforms you listen to, specifically to our iTunes listeners, don't forget to rate us, mm-hmm. um, leave a comment, and just give us some love. Yeah, if you follow us on Facebook as well, Facebook lets you do reviews. Um, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Shanice. She actually wrote a long-ass review. <laughs> I was quite surprised. Shout out um, to Chloe. Yeah, I hear you, girl. Yeah. I see you, girl. <laughs> yeah. Chloe, so Chloe. thank you for all just <laughs> for being you and showing up for us. Which brings us to this episode, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is entitled "She Builds Bridges." So your nursery rhyme song that you were singing earlier <laughs> um, is telling because sometimes in order to build, you have to destroy. No, she didn't, and that can be no. Hard. You did not start off the episode that deep. In less than five minutes. Well, you did it with the nursery rhyme. Uh, (laughs) No. You did it with the nursery rhyme. And um, so what I was talking about is before we started the episode and I got to Mm chit-chatting, I was talking about how this is just, 
once again, these episodes find us in the longitude and latitude of our lives, yeah. on the GPS of our lives. It's yeah. almost like we're telling the future when we create these episodes, like literally. Projecting. Yeah, we're... So, Ugh, un- unlike 90% of our episodes where we always like, oh, we was in our planning session and we came up with this and it was going to be about this and it was so great. I actually remember why we came up with this episode vividly. Really? I absolutely do. Can you I sure inform? will. I sure <laughs> will. And I know you're going to remember it when I start talking about it. So, mm. you and I were having a conversation. Mm. <laughs> why are you clowning already? Because <laughs> I'm nervous. Like, mm. <laughs> You were talking about surrounding yourself with um, couples and marriages that are on the same wavelength or working towards the same length as far as building and how the community that you surround yourself. And and when we were talking about this, we were talking about it in the context of marriage, but then it's spewed to like a whole bunch of other things like entrepreneurship and business. But we started with... Um, the relationship aspect and surrounding ourselves with like-minded couples, whatever that means. So like, how can you, um, talking about, talk about breaking generational curses or or who you have in those conversations with about insurance plans for your Mm -hmm. family and, and real estate with your, for Mm -hmm. your family and, Mm -hmm. and actually leaving behind wealth and legacy. That's how we started this particular conversation about building with the building blocks around you and feeding off of each other and learning from each other. Am I, am I bringing anything? Yeah, up? that was, that was spot on. And it sure was. <laughs> and I wasn't going to tell you before we started. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. We, our conversation is always so deep, so I'm never really sure how. Yeah. But I yeah, know. you're right. That's exactly what we were talking about. So it's funny that that is actually the phase um, of life that um, I am in, my mm-hmm. marriage is in. We've, Mm-hmm. And it's funny because we often parallel life experiences. I was mm-hmm. telling you about my marriage um, mm-hmm. tribe that I'm a part of mm-hmm. at All Nations Worship Assembly and how it is simply amazing mm-hmm. being surrounded by amazing couples. And I knew it was real when one of the couples said, yeah, me and my husband fell in love because he said he liked Tupac too. And I must have <laughs> turned all the way around in my chair and looked her in her face mm-hmm. because, you know, it's really breaking my stereotypes of what a Christian looks like or, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I can definitely say that I have been, um, I don't want to say a victim, but I've endured a lot of guy, I guess, church hurt or yeah, yeah, yeah. just feeling like them ain't the people I want to be around right. because yeah, I've been there. the level of it. authenticity was lacking, um, based off of what I was accustomed to growing up, but I'm seeing a very different thing yeah. um, now. And so when you talked about how you and Kyle were in your classes. Sure are. We are in the prep for marriage course at FCC, Family Christian Center, ran by Pastor Muncy. Sure are. We make that hour drive every Sunday. That's amazing. And it's just so crazy. We often find ourselves paralleling. um, And it's so not planned and so unintentional um, on our part, but the universe is not unintentional. I was just about to say, everything is already pre-planned, orchestrated, and ordained. Yeah. I I mean, I am... The more I grow up, the more I learn from these little lessons and gems that that G.O.D. keeps giving me. I'm like, okay, so you actually wanted me to go through this to see this. Why you couldn't just say that from the beginning? But that's that trust factor, and that's that faith. I mean, 
I have a thought. So we, I've always heard, I remember when, I think I said this on one episode, like three seasons ago. I don't know what we were talking about, but I said when I went, when I went off to college, my grandmother, Violet Barnes, in Jamaica, in Clarendon, Jamaica, West Indies, Milk River, shout out. Um, She said to me, be careful out of friends them you keep because people them too bad mind. And what that means is be careful of the circle you have around you because not everyone's intentions are pure and for you. And when she said that, I was, I don't know how old I was, like 17, 18, 19. I don't know how old you are when you go to college. I was like, okay, grandma, sure. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Thanks, bye. (laughs) But man, I ain't get that till about 10 years later. (laughs) Like, this is what she meant. And it's always stuck with me. But then... I think about it on a more lighter level about just like your friendship circle or your women's circle or your male circle. Yeah. Are people actually about shit around you? Like, I wish there was a cricket kind of sound we could insert here. <laughs> I wish, um, I often wonder if the people that I organically run into or they're at work or a new event, like if, if, if they're there on purpose or by accident and, and what I mean by purpose, like, are you actually here to learn something? Are you actually here to give yeah. something or teach something? I went to this workshop and since the beginning of the year, I've been on this workshop high. I am constantly looking for workshops on personal finance, on yeah, real estate. I've gone to a few. You're amazing. Um, once for the low or cost effective because <laughs> she's wedding planning. But um, <laughs> I'm trying, I think subconsciously I'm trying to surround myself with those kinds of people that are actually trying to get to the next level of their wealth, their Mm -hmm. healing, Mm -hmm. their whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I often find Mm -hmm. that every time I go to one of these events, a conversation organically happens and I latch on to someone or something Mm -hmm. and and it, it, it's all I can think about for the next two weeks, few weeks, whatever it Mm -hmm. is until I circle back. Um, I, I had a, um, an interview with, uh, Simeon Henderson, um, Mm -hmm. a couple of weeks ago. I was watching friend. (laughs) <laughs> and how even how that happened like I wasn't looking to be interviewed I had yeah. never been interviewed but someone hit me up in my DM shout <laughs> out <laughs> um, someone hit me up in my DM like hey I think this would be a good opportunity for you check this out but while there while at the interview I met this young lady and we're actually meeting up for dinner this week amazing but and it's like it's things like that opening myself up to the universe to, to meeting people and learning new things from all different sources and avenues and also recognizing when it's time to pull out the brick of the part of the bridge that no longer serves you pull it out and let that fall let that crumble what you said at the beginning of the episode yeah i think that's um that's a scary thing is to know that in order to build you have to destroy um, too. Do you um, have to? I mean, it's my personal feeling that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, because sometimes, most times, you will have two competing and conflicting things that will be vying for the same sunlight, same soil, same resources, mm-hmm. trying to compete. And that will sometimes snuff you out if you don't have that discernment to know that this needs to die so that this can live. 
Mm. Um, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? I do. Um, yeah. Because it's so funny. I'm just thinking about the words my pastor had said. He said that deception is aimed at the future. Um, and so deception is aimed at the future. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times you'll be living your life, you know, thinking that this is, this is it. This is, this is, you know, this is what it is because that's your present. But when you realize that your future self might not thrive or, mm-hmm. you know, be the healthiest with these present factors. And I see. How do you get that discernment to know what, what factors are going to be a hindrance or even a threat or will literally snuff the future you? Like, your, that is you so know, your future thinking. friends. That is so forward yeah. thinking. That almost causes that that causes you to really analyze. I mean that that sounds like it would take up so much emotional work to think that far ahead. I feel like that's what you should be doing, but am I actually doing that in practice? No. But I think even then, when you think about doing, sometimes you can get overwhelmed with doing. It becomes a point of you giving, um, not giving up but surrendering and submitting your future to god or to whatever yeah. higher because you have to trust there that is. i don't have the wherewithal yeah. to pick the right friends i can only pick from where i currently am but where i currently am is not my future yeah. so it's almost like you know praying and giving up and committing your future to god and Absolutely. committing your future That's friends exactly what it is. and commuting and committing the people who are going to be surrounding your future marriage that these people mm-hmm. will only speak life and not death into me and, and into calling my, it out too yeah calling it out you you yeah. you should be asking and requesting from god i think ashley kirkwood we're gonna talk about her in a sec but she on, ash we're gonna talk about her in a sec because she needs her own her own little segment <laughs> but um being bold with your requests is wow. something she's talking about and, and being yeah. specific. I, my my fiance always says when in regards to our marriage and meeting me that he was very specific in his wow. prayer to God for his wife. That's I a mean, man of faith. Show that is a man of faith. Girl. Oh. Little Abraham. <laughs> Father Abraham. <laughs> you are clouding. <laughs> um, I mean, down to... Um, uh, the culture. He wanted someone who was Jamaican. Like, I mean, all the specific things. Girl, I was like, I wish I was that specific. I was just like, I just want a good man. According to your faith. But your I faith produced, though. Man. I ain't. Sis, I, your I, faith produced, though. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I think so, too. It did. But it's also about being specific with yeah. your request as well. And that, and I, I, it sounds so cliche, but it's so true. What you request and put in the atmosphere will come back to you tenfold. It's so true. And I feel like that's something I've been resisting and not believing in so long because my faith is weak. I ain't going front. I have, if, if on the scale of one to 10, it's like 1.5, my yeah. faith. Cause I'm a very practical person. I'm a very, yeah. I need to see the facts. I need to analyze. I'm a lawyer. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's just how my brain works. Mine too. Mine too. Um, I wouldn't say my faith is weak, but it definitely has been challenged. And I'm definitely in a rebuilding phase with um, my faith walk. Um, A lot of the ways in which I thought has been challenged, like I don't have to do or perform to get. Um, It's Mm -hmm. by faith, right? And so... 
that in and of itself is challenging me to commit everything by faith. Like there is nothing that I can perform myself into. There is nothing um, that I can do other than have faith. And of course, do the work according to that faith, but just to be doing, and I can't select the perfect circle. You know what I mean? Like there are just some things about my future, everything about my future that even with my best intentions, you know, we have make your intentions and set your intentions. But even with your best intentions, there are some things that will snuff you out and take you out because you just did not foresee that curveball. And so I feel like a lot of building bridges is about committing everything. Like there is nothing um, that I don't want to commit um, to God. And like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? My but children, who they will become. Even the curveballs, and here's, I'm going to circle it back to faith. Because even the curveballs, when they happen, you're like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. Or woe is me. And oh, like yeah. I'm never going to get over this. Even those moments are when faith tests you the most. Yeah. And it's hard when you're in those gray, clouded areas to actually remember that it's actually on purpose. Mm. That's what my faith is. Yeah. That could be good. Life could be great, daisies, sun, sun shining and all that. And my faith is on 100. But as soon as something comes in that wasn't a part of my plan yeah. or unforeseen. But not a preference. Or not. Be girl, mad. Girl. That mm. life threw me disappointed. How dare you? Be disappointed that you didn't get your preference. I think, mm. a lot, I think there's an unspoken element about building bridges that we're not... Um, talking about too like you build bridges according to how you see yourself too so if you see yourself as very small everything that you surround yourself with is going to be a reflection of your identity like your your consciousness so interesting how about she builds herself right because when you build yourself properly and you see yourself properly and you adopt the right identity and self-concept like it's expansive. You give yourself the ability to grow. You give yourself the ability to uh, expand and to, you know, be expansive. And therefore, you pick friends who are progressive. I was or just about to say, the bricks come organically to you. Yeah. When she builds herself, her bridge builds naturally. My goodness. So, I think that is a very important part. Did you part. catch that? Say it again. Say it again. I don't even remember what I said. I just felt it, though. When <laughs> she builds herself, her bridge builds organically. That's exactly what you said. Quotable. I'm glad we wrote recording so I could listen back and put this on Canva and on Instagram. Because that was real. That is. It mm. is. I so, never thought about bridges that way. Everything starts from, from, from you and the way you see yourself and your self-concept. So... I mean, it's, it's as simple as what I was talking about, those classes. I'm in, I'm in a frame, frame set of making sure my finances are solid and secure. So I'm finding these events to go to. Yeah. I'm meeting these people organically by just making my intentions yeah. clear with myself. And yeah. who knows who you'll meet as, as, and see and hear and learn. I know from personal experience, sometimes you can get real, you can get real lethargic and disappointed in yourself by not having a future mindset, not seeing yourself outside of just today. Um, I know my husband recently challenged me to like start fixing 
my mind and making a decision and setting my mind to a future. Because you can often find yourself mulling around like the same circle. So broad. And as far as what? Seeing the future, like in terms of what? In terms of everything. That's every, every category. Like you're talking about finances, but it can really be anything. Mm-hmm. Like what is what it, even if it's like a, like that's why calendaring is so important. Mm-hmm. Having um you know a vision of yourself outside of just the present, even yeah. if it's in ninety day or two year increments. Yeah, yeah. Like there should be some goal or some type of target for the arrow to shoot or else you're just gonna be like Mm. in the the wind here's the thing with that i was listening to side hustle pro podcast this morning i'm gonna shout out too i was listening to side hustle pro podcast this morning and it was her first episode of this year Uh um and she was talking about how we always make you know these vision boards and we come up we write down our our goals or our plans but what's really missing from keeping you from just talking about the goal to actually getting to it is not only writing down the goal, but writing down the action steps to get to that goal. Cause we could always say, I want to mm-hmm. do this. I want to, I want to have X amount of my yeah. 401k, but if we're not talking about how, okay, how can you actually do this today? Yeah. And she also talked about not writing out her goals for the year anymore and writing one or two at a time so that she could actually focus on those at a time. Because she said when she was doing those massive goal, you know, settings, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she would get to mid mid of the middle of the year and be like, oh, I didn't get to this yet. And then it just becomes discouraging. And then yeah. and then she just throws it away or I'll do this in October and then October comes around and then so I thought that was very powerful and that even like the goals that we set for ourselves our business to be when thinking about them and dreaming about them Mm -hmm. not only the end target like action steps and the how and the now yeah whoa the how and the now yeah Today, not in a week when we yeah. feel like it. Yeah. Not when we feel like going to TCF to act where our money at. Girl. Side, that's a whole side a Locked thing. up account. TCF is <laughs> one star. <laughs> um, but the really how like? and the now. How am I going to accomplish this like legit action plan? I've never written out an action plan to any of my goals. I just set them. Wow. And I feel like I I'm working towards them. You yeah, might have, you might have tapped into something there. I I feel like I think about it, the I dream how about it in the now. But I've never Whoa. actually written out That's okay to get to this. Let's get let's get this done first, girl. That's good. You're really dropping some gems, Jess. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna be listening to this like five times. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So. It, it kind of begs the question with our questions that we asked today on today's episodes. Can you build with who is around you today or are they just placeholders? I re- really, you know, encourage you to redirect that from being an external question about someone else and ask that about yourself. Like, can you build with the you that you are today or are you just keeping yourself stuck? Like, are you just placeholding yourself? And, um... You know, because once you address you, 
everything else outside of you tends to reflect that. But then the, here comes your uh, the bricks in your bridge in your bridge, right? Yeah, you the gotta, the you circle gotta, around you, the, that accountability bit. Start dismantling some that, of those things. But it's about being accountable. I, if I say to you, Nicolia, I am working on going to one or two workshops a month on X Y Z. You as my friend, if you don't circle back next month and be like, how was, how did, how was those workshops? Did you actually go to them? <laughs> Being a friend is not just choo-choo-chooing and happy hour and, and dancing and twerking. And I feel like I- It's having those hard conversations of- Yeah, I want my friends to hold me accountable. I want all my friends to hold me accountable. Kadeem. Shani, Chloe, Dallin, Nicole, all y'all. <laughs> Francis, Christine, all y'all. Robot. <laughs> Kyle. Dad. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I... I but I know. think that's a good one because I think you begin to find that the people who aren't afraid of you, right... The people who are really seeing you correctly will do that. Mm-hmm. Like all friendships aren't created equally. There are people who are in friendships or in re- friendship relationships. Um, Situationships. Yeah, just for access. They don't care Ooh. about the She's quality of your access. life. They don't care about if you're really smashing and addressing your goals, addressing yourself. They don't God, care. They, they're here so for the true. photo ops. They're here for mm. the Facebook invites. They're here for the secret invitation links to events. Um, they don't care about, you know, Ooh. your children struggling in a particular or you're struggling to blend your family or you might be having some challenges in your marriage. It's like, no, I opt out of those things, but... Where the secret invitation link though, so I can be, you know, front row seat, so get tagged in this Facebook picture. My head is this, down. My head no, is down. No, so like, I wow. think when you talk about friends wow. holding you accountable, it's important to note the posture of the people who are surrounding you. And posturing is not always a thing that you can see with your eyes. It's something that you feel energy-wise. Like, note the temperature of the people surrounding you and their posture when it comes to being in your business, being being in your shit, because I'm your friend, just like off of 9 Mag, when he said, don't you ever mm. think about killing yourself. Remember, he was he was like, mm-hmm. I, he was like you mine. Mm-hmm. How many friends you got to say, you mine? You mine. A brother is built for adversity. See? These are the types of bridges, you know, that um, I want my future self and my, my future family. And, mm-hmm. you know, th- these are like if you claim to be my friend and if and if I'm building something serious, like legacy wise, I would hope mm-hmm. that you would get in my business. Full and, circle. And it's not getting my business to be antagonistic or to be a. Uh, critical in the sense of tearing me down right. is being let's in my business together. yes exactly let's do this together let's or not both. being in my business because you feel like i'm coming for you see mm-hmm. what i'm saying because mm-hmm. we have the tit for tat legalistic people who when you feel like i'm coming for you now you have all this stuff to say but you wasn't saying much before though you were enjoying access this is so funny <sighs> preach so it's noted <laughs> You know, and you have to just kind of have those keep it real moments with yourself. Like you might be surrounded by a lot of people who are spectating and getting access. 
That's, that's it. And if those are the and bridges, depleting you. And if those are the bridges and you want to walk on, no, be my guest. No, because there are some gruffy old trolls under the bridge. Ain't no way in the world who are waiting to take you out. Ain't no way in the world you trying to be on okay. London's bridge as it's falling down. Ain't no way on the world. Some people be chalooping all over London's bridges <laughs> while they're falling down, giggling, thinking it's a fucking joke, <laughs> thinking they ass won't fall. <laughs> And you will. I I I so. just want a circle. I, I mean, I feel like I'm just at a a, a different space um, than I was shit six months ago, five yeah, years ago. It's true. And and the people and the things that I need around me, I am so not for the shits. All I need, sis, sis. All I need is about three to four friends. And Come that on might now. Be too much. Come. Hello. Because when I give you the access code to my property mm. grounds, I need to be able to trust you not bringing no riffraff through. Yeah, absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that you're not connected to no riffraff. Do you that, understand what I'm saying? Because it's that. usually not the people that you're one-to-one connected to. It's the, the people they bring with them, like your baggage. No. No. I'm not here for it. Not here for it. And that is when we have to exercise our faith. Because, (laughs) no, think about it. Because if you're talking about the baggage that your friends carry, how are you going to know about that? That's what I'm saying. That's why I feel like everything needs to be committed to Mm. God. Not just in the future, but in the present. Like, I don't, I'm not giving nobody access that you don't say give access to. And that's real talk. That's real talk. You know, honestly... We we gonna wrap it up soon, but something's on my <laughs> something just came to my mind um, when I was going through or creating our guest list for our wedding with my mm. fiance. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I went over that Wowzers. thing like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. Not only for financial purposes because it it costs per person yeah. a lot of cash, um, but. To make sure that I was sure about who was going to be around us in that space on that day. It is so important to me that I don't have the phonies on my wedding day. Ain't nobody got time for that. What you mean? Are you going to not only be here on the wedding day, but are you going to check up on us a year later to see how we're doing? Are you going to call us six months later to pray for us because you know we're in that stage of marriage where things can get rocky? Like, are you, do you give a fuck past the day? I don't know. So then when I was talking to my mom. Or are you going to be commenting because you see I have a long face or my countenance has changed? Or are you going to be commenting because you see Kyle out here with the struggle face because life naturally brings struggles? You know, are you going to be commenting or are you going to be interceding? So I don't got time to play with you. These are the things. So when I am my mother's only child. And so my mother, you know, just in her mind, this is partly her wedding because she <laughs> she wants to invite her friends and and rightfully so. Yeah. And I remember when we first came up with the list, she gave me a number that was outrageous. I was like, okay, lady, you can get 10 to 15 people, but you're not going to get 30, 40. Like, what you think this is? First grade teacher. My mom got a lot of friends, y'all. So um, there was a few of her friends that I just wasn't too fond of. And I was like, no, nah, they ain't going to get it. No. Nah. <laughs> no, B. And it, it was, <laughs> and it's not just her, it's my aunt because yeah, my, my aunt's yeah. raised me too. Yeah. So, you know, they have these people that they want to invite. And I was like, but listen, I haven't, um, I haven't talked to those people in years. They don't even know my fiance's name. What you coming to my wedding for? Uh, and so uh, hmm, the party, the right? 
so my matron of honor, my cousin Lisa, shout out, I I love you, but girl, no, she was like, um, <laughs> you have to recognize that your wedding, you know, is really not for you. It's a party, and you're entertaining guests. Now, while that is true in some sense, we are throwing a party. We're feeding people. We're, mm-hmm. um, it's 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 a big ass party that it we're is. throwing, and I want you know guests to be comfortable. I don't want to have certain food that only Jamaicans are used to. That you know things like that that, that you think about. And then I was like, listen, that's not true. Our wedding is for us. The party may be for everybody else to make sure that we have a good time and our guests have a good time. But our marriage ain't for no clown kicks and giggles. Do you understand? Do you understand? So when I was like, listen, I don't want this person here for these reasons. That's my, that's, that's me building on my marriage bridge. Don't come show up and disappear the day after because the party's over. That's what I'm focused on. But that's what people do. Like when you that's think exactly about what people do. when you think about a lot of the people in your life, not just in a marriage situation, like people will be around for the photo opportunities and yes. the publicity stunts. Yes. To they best dress. Because I contour my act. face right. But are you around yes. when I am like literally and falling a, apart? Do you see with, falling with apart? Tear streaked face. Do you That's have a word of about. encouragement, or are you criticizing you. and judging me as to why I'm crying in the first place? And this new season, you better just be unapologetic about cutting the weeds. Yeah. Back to an original quote from my friend Jessica: "Cut the weeds because what you don't cut will snuff you out." Period. Period. City girls. All right. So, um, <laughs> why? So that's so that's really all I had to say yeah. on that topic is to um, build you up and your bridge will come organically. Yes. Like that's yes. That's legit. You start seeing and feeling things that you never thought you'd see or feel. It's not a joke. It's not. And create those action steps alongside those goals Ooh, because without action those action steps, steps those goals are dreams. What, why don't we have action parties versus vision board parties? That is a good question. Maybe become she needs to throw one. Maybe be- we got some things to talk about in our mini sesh. Planning sesh. Oh, that was more to come. TBA. I ain't even gonna say nothing. A bird nope. just flew by. That's how I You don't see that? I saw the shadow of the bird. Maybe nesting up by the window. What a good time. All right, so. Um, going forward, oh man, man, that was, yeah, yeah, I feel that. Would y'all, would y'all like a she action party over the summer on a rooftop with some drinks? I need a maxi dress. (laughs) Maxi dresses together now over the summer. I'm digging it. All right. So in the meantime, between time, submit your dear she letters to become she podcast at gmail.com. You could also go on become she.com on the dear become she link. I think that's what it is or drop down. Yep. The contact form. Our next episode, um, which will be airing April 10th is she balances friends and new love. Mm, don't let it be you. <laughs> What? I'm I'm just saying balance. This is this is. I actually think the last episode, she is a sister. This one, she builds bridges and balance. Actually, like all lead up to each other. Yeah, that's how I feel. Um, <coughs> excuse me. 
But yeah, so is there anything else that we have to talk about? There's not. And remember, the Become She letters can really be about anything. Like, you don't have to have a personal incident to... That's true. Talk about. You can know someone who is going through something similar or have a hypothetical situation that you want clarification about. We just want to be able to give you clarity and help you live life with some clarity as well as to give Dr. East the opportunity to talk to you from a clinical standpoint. Absolutely. And then Nicole and Jess with her ratchet standpoint. Yeah. It's all about balance. <laughs> So this is Nicole and Jess signing out. Become she, become free.